our most hated song last week. Oh, no, no, this, this wasn't, wasn't a hated one. No, we're we like this one. This, yeah. 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 Um, it's actually, you know, it's actually a good beat. It's really good. You know why? Because it's the Wu-Tang? No. This is the, the Fred Durst Method Man collaboration. Right, right. Uh, Premier made it. DJ Premier. Of Guru and Premier. That's right. Gangstar. See thing. how I know my street shit? Yeah. That's why it's a... Not a bad beat, you know. Mm. We're talking about songs that really infuriate people. So. Oh, this one is nowhere near on my radar. No, 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 no. I, I mistook it for some other shitty Fred Durst. No song. one is trying to rap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's usually number one on my list of songs I hate. When <laughs> some black rap. man is trying to tell me his life story. <laughs> just, yes, if he's black, it just pisses you off. Or I mean, uh, white's even worse because white means he white's can't worse. even do it. I agree. Right? That's very true. I hate white rappers. I agree. Um, where are you going to be, babe? All right, guys. Come peep me at Flappers Comedy Club in Burbank, California, March 22nd through 23rd. And then April 11th through 14th, Denver Improv, Denver, Colorado. And then April 17th through 20, Crackers Comedy Club at the Downtown Club. Don't even bother with Broad Ripple, y'all, that week, because I ain't there. Tommy oh, Buns. Snap. Don't even bother Don't going. bother go there. Don't go to Broad Ripple when you come to downtown in Indy and see me. All right. Well, come see me, Cincinnati, April 4th through 7 at Go Bananas, uh, April 11th through 13 at the Comedy Mix in Vancouver. Um, I will be April 18th through 21, San Jose Improv, and April 24th through 28, the Orlando Improv. The very next week, the first week in May, I'm doing the Underground Comedy Club in Toronto. That's supposed to be a lot of fun. That's a big Death Squad show. I hope all you Toronto listeners are getting tickets. They're all available at TomSegura.com. And of course, Mm -hmm. May 18th, it's the first Your Mom's House live stand-up show ever. Christina and I will be doing this together, which we never get to do. It is May 18th in Seattle at the High Line. You can go and get tickets at my site, TomSegura.com. You can get them... Are they up on yours? They're up on uh, my site. They're up on your mom's house, podcast.com. Okay. So there's tickets there. This is going to be a small, fun, intimate venue. It's going to be unlike anything we've ever gotten to do with you guys. So we're really looking forward to it. And it's it's mommies only. That's going to be the best part. Yeah, of course. It's real mommies only. Yeah. Do I look like... I don't know, like Jesus right now with the way the sun's laying <laughs> down on me. Is it like I, beautiful? You you look really... You know what you look like? You know Pomeranians when they have sun in their eyes? Yeah, and they blink like that. They don't know they, they don't can know just turn they can their move. heads. They yeah. don't know. <laughs> like a and Pomeranian they, they keep in the blinking sun. And they're like... <laughs> All right. What about you, sir? It's like sir? David Koresh. <laughs> That's what I look like? Well, you're in, the, you're in the light. You're kind of fuzzed out. You got your beard. So creepy. Follow me, you guys. I'm your leader. Oh, follow me on Twitter at Christina oh, P. Okay. Duh. Yeah, and duh. at Tom Segura. And our guest is Joe um, Bartnick. Joe Bartnick. Yeah, What's follow your... me, Joe Bartnick. There it is. And what about your dates, Joe? Oh, well, I'm, uh, I have an exciting date tomorrow night at the oh. Trip Bar in Santa Monica, my monthly burlesque show. Oh, this okay. will be up. But I won't. I won't. Uh, well, after that. Oh, with the <laughs> Dollface Dames. Well, let me just plug the Dollface Dames because we do a great show once a month and uh, they're awesome. And you think oh. burlesque, you think like French for ugly stripper. Whores. Yeah. But yeah. these girls are really hot and it's LA. Oh. So it's just like they just don't want to be whores. I hear you. They're just burlesquers. Yeah. Not, you know, they're like giving $5 hand jobs, unfortunately. <laughs> Um, next Wednesday, are we? Uh, can you hear this on the twentieth? It'll drop that day. 
Okay, well, run out to the San Jose Improv. Oh, that's I'm improv. headlining the San Jose Improv the 20th okay. of uh, March, right? That's this that's month. Right. And then um, buy my CD salute um, everywhere you can buy stuff online, <laughs> except bearcalendar.com. Okay. And uh, cool. Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. Well, finally, it. finally in the mom's house. Uh, we, I love you guys. Not to be, you know, you guys are some of my favorite people. And my wife's favorite comic is Tom Segura. Oh my oh, goodness! Yes, God. she loves him on Pandora. Thumbs. She has so many thumbs up your ass on Pandora. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. I don't, she's probably in your tonsils. By she now. told me, he told me that that he's not even in her top twenty five. <laughs> what? Well, I don't know. Probably not. She because she's so yeah. sick of my stuff all the time around the house. Of know? course. Because you're course. like, is this fucking Englewood? She's like, all right. <laughs> She's like, hopefully not. Now. Are we ready? Are you ready to start the show? We haven't even started yet. This is, this is our pre-show. For a free scale? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. We're sponsored by a drug measuring company. That's there we pretty go. Cool. <laughs> Hi there. This is Stephen Brody Stevens. And I wear my jeans as high and as tight as possible. You don't tell me what to do. I'll yank them up. You got it. Levi's purchased from Urban Outfitters. <laughs> Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother into this. Your mom in the fucking stand. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura. Tom Segura. And Christina Pajitsky. Welcome to your mom's house. So many explosions. I didn't. So I never many. heard them before. This is very. Are you all right? Yeah, yeah, totally fine. Totally fine. Rocking out. Holding it together. We're so excited that you're here, Joseph Bartnick. Um, Thank you. Love Joe Bartnick. I haven't seen you in a while, man. You look good. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You told me that the secrets, you stopped working out. That, you feel great <laughs> when you don't work out. It's yeah. like you wake up, you're not sore. Yeah. You're not yeah. tired as much. Yeah. And you eat less. Sure. Mm-hmm. I think that's the big crock is you want to you get big, but who cares? Who wants to be big? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to be skinny, you know? Not skinny, but I don't I don't know. I'm 40-some years old. I'm tired of carrying a bunch of weight on my titties. You're a big <laughs> fuck. I mean, I was thinking about, I am a big fuck. There's no, that's, that really is it. huge. Earlier today, I was like, I was thinking, man, one of the last guys I would want to fight in the comedy world right at the top <laughs> would be Joe Bartlett. Uh, that yeah. would suck, man. Well, what, what are your... What are your physical stats? What are you? 6'4"? Yeah, 6'4", about 250 on a good day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 260 after you, a weekend on the road. But you yeah. carry, I mean, you're not like a slob 250. You're No, no, dude. I'm a steak and egg or 250. Yeah, I'm not yeah. a donut 250. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, and also I was telling Joe, I mean, I've known you for like the last 10 or 12 years since the beginning of my stand-up career. I've never seen you in daylight this is, you're one of the people that I love so much, and I'm so happy to see out at night. And this is the first time in broad daylight I've seen you, and it's pretty fucking fantastic. Oh, thank you. And you had one of the best. I know you through our mutual friend Eric Lundy, right? And we used to do this Italian restaurant. What was it, Salerno's or some shit? Palermo's? I uh, know it's the place where Robert Blake uh, killed his wife. Oh, okay. 
Is that it, where we did allegedly? <laughs> allegedly. Well, I've seen the E True Hollywood story. And he did that show. Yeah, he did it. <laughs> of course. Of course. But he had I, the best excuse. Like, no, I didn't. Well, oh, I forget it. I shouldn't even start a story. I can't finish on a, on a <laughs> podcast. Something like, no, I was getting my gun for some other reason out of my car. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, it was like that pathetic. Did you see the, him on Piers Morgan earlier this year? Uh, no, I did it not. Was so insane. Did you see that? No. He wore a sleeveless oh, leather like vest. Oh, I did. With no see. shirt underneath <laughs> and like a cowboy hat. He was like, uh huh. I'm just, I'm I'm here to here to rock and roll, brother. Like just incoherent <laughs> babbling. It was sure. the craziest fucking thing ever. He was in the Little Rascals. Yes, because I, right. I I remember seeing that now. Totally. Yeah. yeah. He, he was like they had pictures of him as a little rascal. Yeah. He's really oh crazy. God. Well, Joe, I want one of my favorite jokes of yours that I knew. I thought you were super funny. This is like this is an old one of yours. I'm probably like, doing it. It's probably uh, my yeah. opener. <laughs> I fucking love it. Well, you talk about obviously your crown royal bag and oh, that yes. being versatile. But then there's this one bit where he's like, do you ever want $100? What is it to be like 1000 Go to Mexico. Isn't that how you say Oh, yeah. It? Well, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you ever look in your pocket and, and pull out a $10 bill yeah. and wish it was 100 <laughs> Go to Mexico! <laughs> because it is. I love that. Joke. My new Mexican joke is, uh, it's just like the 99 cent store, except there's less Mexicans. <laughs> You are you're a real <sighs> joke guy. Like you you can write jokes about anything. That's my favorite thing mm-hmm. about comics is when they can just they you can write a joke about anything. Mm-hmm. You can write roast jokes, you can write um like street mean bar like I want I like seeing comics that can go into a bar and 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 do a stand up there, not just in an ideal setting. No, that's you. most of my sets aren't in ideal settings. <laughs> but that's why your that's why your 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 jokes are so like you're such a sharp writer. All your jokes are so good, man. Oh, thank you, thank you. It's just you guys are compliment. Yeah, well, you know, I think I've tried so hard over the years to just write jokes. Yeah. And then I think because I think once you write jokes good, then you can start talking about your life. But if people don't think you're funny, no one cares about your life. That's true. That's so what true. so many people starting comedy don't understand. It's That's like such a good point. <laughs> like good if point. you're not funny, who the hell cares about your life? Right. Then famous people, when you're famous, then they talk about themselves for hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But until then, you have to tell jokes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now as I'm I'm transitioning. Like now I tell jokes about my life. As yeah. opposed to just jokes, jokes about right. whatever happens. Yeah, but, that's true. You know, and then you guys know more than anybody. You know, yeah. talking to two comics, of course. No, I know, but I mean, it's it is interesting to hear. Like, do you do you write down your uh, most of your jokes? Are you like a, a pen to paper guy? No, I mean, I have a like a holy grail notebook. What I, I, I if I think of something and it's funny. I'll pretty much remember it, even though I've done so many drugs. And then I'll just try to do it like the next time on stage or think about it and then like put it on my little, you know, I think, in, especially LA comics, I think we have two sets. We have our road set that pays the bills. Yeah. Then we have yeah. every joke that we wish worked uh, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. we God. do in LA. You, you know, like, it, 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 what's sad is whenever like you look six months later, like, I'm still trying all these same uh-huh. six shitty jokes and yeah. it's always in the same places. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so like, you know, try that rotation and try to build it up to the main rotation, mm-hmm. you know. And then I have like a book that has all the regular jokes, yeah. has all the regular jokes in it, you know. But uh, no, it, I, I pretty much just, if something is so funny, I'll try it on stage anywhere that second. If I think, you've been do, if you've been doing it long enough, yeah. you know, like yeah. that's a joke. 
Yeah. And then the other stuff you got to work around. But I personally think you can tell when I try to write a joke and no one ever laughs uh-huh. at those jokes. Isn't that yeah. the truth? The ones you sit down and you're like, this is going to be the fucking most smartest, amazing. And you write it down, you craft it, and it's a fucking turd. Right. And the stuff that you say that's full of emotion and hate and, and the real deep shit of you is what people really like and, and laugh at. Exactly. And the other and the other way that is the fool's gold. If you go on stage, even if you're recording it and you riff like 10 yeah. minutes of gold, that'll never work again. Never. Right. <laughs> that totally Why happened to that? me last night. Like I had a great set uh, last week at another show and I don't tape all the new stuff. I'm like, oh, this is just gold. Some of it, some of it has to be gold. None of it. It was, like, <laughs> it was, it was like, just in that moment. Yeah. It was in that moment. Yeah. More like sometimes you... You deviate from like the way you were saying something, and it hits so hard. And you're like, mm-hmm. "What did I say right then?" Where it made it like clicked more, mm-hmm. right? And then I'll go back and watch it. And like, oh, like I'll try to like imitate like the little nuance of mm-hmm. that moment, and then at the next show, people are like, "Nah, man, that's just not working." Whatever you're trying right now. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to work on chunks in LA. It's easy to yeah. get new jokes, but it's hard to work on the chunks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like like my chunks just get tighter or change. That's yeah, it. that's true. I like to write in LA. I'll start something good here and then take it out on the road and then really hone it in like Kansas City, Toledo, Ohio, or, Peoria, and then you know it's a real fucking joke. Right by then, if it works in those towns. Oh, a- a- absolutely. I mean, I actually feel my material is basically based for those east of Los Feliz and yeah, of west of the Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel like all those people get me. Like they're not like. Oh no, he's it's because all my my jokes are kind of not easy, but they're not like you know they're not thinkers because I'm out with <laughs> the I'm out with like thousands of drunks yelling at you know like I'm not I'm not trying to impress anybody I'm trying to get them to laugh but of that's course. why but that's and why I'm me I love and I'm you. me and some yeah. people are just like you know they're above like I'm laughing at a forty some year old fucking Italian guy that doesn't you know you know what I mean like wow. I'm I'm just me I love you know that. that's, thank you that's the best that before it gets away from us because it always yes. does. What is you have a new album? So let's let's mention oh, okay. Good work. your new album good before work. we. Sagora, good work. Yeah, because what happens is we want to talk about the album. We do the whole podcast, and then you're like, "Oh, oh what about that?" And yeah. we're like, "Oh shit, well, yeah, we, we should." <laughs> All podcasts so, never they never last long enough. You're always in the mood. It's like, "Oh, you yeah. can do this for eight hours." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is the new album? Uh, it's called Salute, which you know is the Italian Absolutely. cheers. Absolutely cheers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and it's you know songs to drink by or. Yeah. or Jokes to drink by. It's just me. Awesome. You know me. Yeah, it's just, just me. You. Yeah. Uh, where'd you record it? <laughs> uh, the San Francisco Punchline. Uh, oh, you dirty that. bird. Love is it. is it available? iTunes, iTunes, CD Baby, all the the usual spots. Amazon. You put it out on CD Baby. Yes, I did. Good work. That's what buddy. I did. That's what I did. Yeah, I loved it. And then all things comedy. I'm the all things comedy as first record release. Hey, hey. congratulations, yeah. so, cool. Bartnick. Yeah. Good for you. Oh, thank right, you. Yeah, man. it's good. So, Wonderful. you know, those are the best people. Yeah, uh, Al and Bill and we're Jim Cornette. We're, yeah, we're exactly. This is all. I've been supposed right. to be for years. I just can't get a podcast together. <laughs> oh man, your podcast would be awesome. You guys make it seem so great. Not oh, no. Yes. I mean, it's like you guys. Are, boom. It's like done. You know. 
It's fun. fun. I just let Tom do more work on a computer. Like I couldn't. <laughs> I <know. laughs> it's like you don't have to do this. This is. I do a lot of unnecessary shit. Um, no, but even just like recording something and putting on an email without having your wife or Eric Lundy come and help oh, you. Yeah. Oh right, our, our mutual friend was that yes. on the air that we plugged. Yes, oh yes, okay, yes, yeah. Eric. He was my guy. I mean, one time I called him almost in tears because I couldn't get my fantasy draft to work, <laughs> and my my wife was out of town, and it was before noon. And I'm like, Lundy, you gotta help me. I know. No, you're asleep, but um, I don't want to draft a rod. Like, come on, help me! And he does. He's like the best friend on the planet. He's so sweet. He's the coolest guy in the world, and yeah. he knows all that stuff. And like, you know, know, we had him on we had a our special episode podcast to find him love. Yeah, we did. I interviewed him in Kansas City about his love life, and we put him on the show. And we're still waiting to find Mrs. Mrs. London. Yeah, yeah. We have, <laughs> we have a lot of dude listeners. Yeah, a lot of dudes. So hopefully, one of you girls. Um, yeah, oh, Lundy, you, you, you ladies would love Lundy. Yeah, he's yeah. awesome. You would love Lundy. Sweet guy. Yeah. Curly cock. Curly cock. <laughs> bacon flavored. And what else do we want to say about Joe? That he, oh, you might know Joe. He works with Lisa Lampanelli from time to time. That's kind of. Yeah, oh, I opened about at. half of her shows. That's you open half. crazy. What the fuck is it like to open for Lisa? What are those shows like? Oh, it's Jeez. it spoiled me for every other comic experience uh, whatsoever. It did, huh? It's the greatest thing ever, yeah. First of all, she treats you like a king. So I'm staying at like the four seasons in every city, amazing? steaming in, in eucalyptus, eating like <sighs> filet. Instead of eating like a Burger King, I'm having like a filet mignon for lunch. Oh, Jeez. Going, God. you know, we, we, used to have a, we, used to, we used to have a limo driver, so to get limo to the show, and then boom. Then you're performing in front of like 1,000 to 5,000 people. Who love you, and then, uh, then, and the only thing in my writer—this is the truth—the only thing in my writer is a bottle of Crown Royal. Of course, really, yeah. Of so course. backstage, like you know, the Queen has like a sizzler, yeah, and I just have a bottle of Crown, usually a couple cokes and a couple waters, and that's that's just for you. Yeah, that's me. What's a sizzler? You know, like a buffet. Oh, oh, oh. you know, she just wow. has like tons of everything. I just ask for it. Just give me a bottle of Crown. I'm easy. That's so good. I can't even ask for. I feel bad asking for a bottle of water. <laughs> well, the best of the clubs that, like, you're back there, and then, like, second show, like, the manager come back, everything good, you all right? And you're like, it would be good to get, like, a water yeah, or something. Yeah. They're like, they don't have water back here for you? And, like, nah. <laughs> and then they're like, they're like, uh, server been back here? I'm like, nah, 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 not yet. And they're like, I'll send somebody back. And you're like, it's the second show. Don't even worry about it. I'll go get it. And he's like, you know where the kitchen is, right? You're like, yeah, yeah, I know where it is. Thanks, man. Or when they give you an attitude. Oh, or when they give yeah. you an attitude, like the waitress, like, what do you want? Yeah. Uh, I think they're all here to see me. How about charge? You ever been charged <laughs> for food or drinks? Um, <laughs> so weird. Yeah. I think, oh, I, oh, definitely way back in the day, uh, like yeah. when I'm opening in like Albuquerque. Really? And they're like, oh, you can only have one beer. You had two. Uh, How about um, headlining this year? No, I don't think I. No, I'm just trying to think. No yeah. charge. No, I have. Those no, cool. I mean that was that's to me that's the best thing about the comedy magic is the steak and fries, dude. Uh, of course, it's worth the three hour drive from Pasadena. It's amazing. It's amazing. The salmon, the salmon's also. I good. love the salmon. The desserts to die for. Everything there is, and they pay better than any spot in L.A. Do they? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, the they, f- they thank you. They thank you, yeah. Like in a weird, like, and you're like, are you fucking with me? Like, like, they're like, thank you very much for doing the show tonight. Mm-hmm. And you're like, it's weird when they appreciate right. you. Yeah, yeah. Like every now and then at the comedy store, Tommy will be like, good to see you, Christina. Thanks for coming. And I'm like, are you talking to me? Like, is this for me? He never I, he said that to me. Never treated well. Well, maybe you should. Maybe you should hang out more. I don't know. Probably not. 
No, it's not my vibe. <laughs> it's it's a dark vibe. It well, is. I just kind of did the hang around thing for San Francisco forever. Kind of when oh, I got to yeah. LA, I'm kind of like they they like me over there, but they got to hang out, and I'm like, mm. can we eh, get into because some of this actually I really don't know myself. Like, what is the Bartnick sto- route? Where did route to comedy? Yeah. I grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and I uh, was just a bartender, kind of knock-around Italian kid, and um, couldn't really do anything, but I always wanted to be a comic, so I moved to San Francisco and said, I'm not going to bartend any- anymore. I'm gonna- I worked security for Bill Grant Presents, which is Fillmore Warfield, and The Punchline, uh, just so I could start doing comedy. You worked the security at The Punchline? And he's yes. friends with Molly, like old school friends oh, with Molly. Oh, one of my best friends in the world. Yeah. Really? Molly is the, is she works with... Yeah, uh, I remember when Molly patient. was an 18-year-old door girl. Oh my God! She was a red-headed girl at the front door that people didn't like because she was like so tough on people, like customers. Really? Tell, really tell me like, what Molly was only like. Only like three tats back then? Um, yeah, she didn't have too many tats. <laughs> yeah. Not like the whole ensemble she got now. Was she tough, really? I, I could totally see her. She was like, you know, she's Molly, you know? She wasn't like tough not tough but just kind of like you know fair and yeah. knows her shit yeah, she so when you try to scam her like people at the door no i have five tickets like no you have four yeah i like like her. that kind of stuff you know but uh so we, uh, we i worked with like an inch from her for for years and then she moved up and became you know the princess of yeah of everything yeah yeah she's awesome yeah she's Molly's the best great, no i mean she's for years she'd be she'd be called me on my birthday every year Aww. No matter what, and my and my wife too. Like for years, and like Facebook ruined it. She's like, I don't do it anymore because it's, Facebook made it easy for everybody. But even my wife, like, the person would call her Molly. Aww. Like Molly would call her, so it was great. Now yeah, Molly's the best. She's a good girl. But yeah, we had we've had so much fun. There was, you know, how like you have jobs in your life. I've worked in like three different bars where that is your family. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the punchline was like my family for like you know six seven years. Mm-hmm. Where we used to st- we used to drink all night and play. Wiffle ball in the courtyard in the front like, <laughs> yeah, in yeah. the mornings and stuff. Well, That's San Francisco awesome. seems like a really good city to start comedy because oh, absolutely it's supportive. They seem more supportive than in LA where people are like fighting for auditions or whatnot. Yeah, well, it's a it's a whole it's it's an art in San. Yeah. Here, it's just like you know you're in the business, right? It's a business. You get yeah, lost yeah. up there with like oh, everyone's my friend. Well, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. You have to. You know, you can't play the back of the room, but it, it's almost too easy. I kind of like the little bit of the coldness in L.A. because it's like, it gets hard to hug in everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, know, like, yeah. I don't really like you. Like, I hugged you. I love you. Right. We're you know, you know yeah. but it's like, just like, I, it's literally like, it's like, San Francisco comedy is like you're leaving a wedding. Right. Like, every night, like, I hug everybody. It's like, yeah. enough, yeah. you know. And then everyone's like, oh, everyone's good. No, everyone's not no, good. Not no, not No, no. So. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow, how have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. More like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office and we have been saving so much money since switching over. And setting up a Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash mom. That's mintmobile.com slash mom. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash mom. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. 
New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. You don't have the time to go to a doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction. Through Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment, options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash YMH. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash YMH for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash YMH. Hardmints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. You know, I do like that about LA because I grew up here and so the comedy scene was like a natural extension of just growing up here. So when people are like, everybody's so mean and shitty. I'm like, well, I guess everybody's mean and shitty in LA. Like, this feels good to me because I don't want to be everybody's friend. Sometimes you just want to go do your shit and leave. You don't want to hang out for 20 hours. We're the first out all the time. All the time, yeah. Like, people are always like, you're not hanging out. I'm like, nah, man, I'm going home. Go home. Like, I want to be home right now. Yeah. (laughs) I I regret that I agreed to do this fucking show. (laughs) That's how I feel about 95% of it. God damn it. I can't believe I have to go do this fucking show right now. That's the way I feel like I just talked about this last night with my buddy Kevin Shea. Yeah, I love oh, Kevin I love Shea. Yeah, we were just like... You I'm mean like, like, oh, Kevin Shea. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah, we were just talking about that. I'm like, God, I just hate doing shows for free anymore. Oh, it's anywhere. Worst, isn't it? And I, and I, I end up doing them. It's just like, you oh. do them for so long until you finally get a paycheck. You're like, I'm not doing this for free. The worst is just going to the show. That's what sucks oh, yeah. for me. Is that like I'm doing, um, you know, whatever Melrose or Ice House? And I'm like, God damn it! It's fucking six o'clock, right? I got to get in the car, drive, and I'm not going to be home till eleven thirty to do my ten minutes. I'm I'm going to give six hours for this ten minutes. I know, but then when fucking, you get there, it's it always fun. yeah. But it's yeah. it's the thinking about like all until you get there. It's just like, this is the worst idea ever. But I, I dread stand-up all the time, even yeah. on the road when Isn't I'm getting weird? paid. Yeah. I fucking hate it until the minute I'm up there, and then I'm like, oh, this is the best. I'm fucking, yeah. I love being yeah. a comic. And, and then, then you fly home Monday you're morning You're done with the show, and then you're like, will you guys take me back to the fucking hotel, please? <laughs> Jesus. I, I love it. out of here. I love everything about traveling. Except for the 20 minutes when someone's like, everybody take your shoes off. Yeah. Everybody, the, 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 like, like the oh, idiot yeah, savant, yeah, yeah. that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then someone like, oh, you mean me? Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. yeah you too. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I just, I despise that 20 minutes. Like, I really yeah. do. It's like, to me, the terrorists won. Yeah. yeah. They really did. Like, come on now. I agree. But to me, it's just, it's welfare. They have the, It's like uh, the government making welfare people go to the... Airport and stand around to pick up a paycheck. Oh, it's like, yeah, it's it is. the worst. Because the unemployment would be 20% if those people didn't do nothing. Yeah. Well, fucking well so dumb. and that is, that's a charade, you know. Oh, completely. I mean, oh, to yeah. the people that don't know that, that is all done as, a, as, a, as an illusion. Mm-hmm. Like, the, 
you know, nothing is really more secure because of that. I mean, certainly not with the scanners. That that thing is a joke. You need bullshit. You know, yeah. And these guys, you know, this it's supposed to be a serious, a serious thing, right? This is literally the last line of defense before you fly, right? And every every airport that I go to, there is there's usually jokes. There's usually uh, loud, playful banter yes. between somebody working this line right. and yeah. somebody over in line seven. Oh, yeah. Sherry! And you're like, <laughs> and like you see Tina yet? Right. She's like, nah, she came outside to make a D's earlier, but she ain't come by now. And I'm like, what, what is going on right now? This is, this is security? Yeah. No. Serious security? Never. It, it's only in the towns like in LA, San Francisco, New York. Those people like could, couldn't care less, and you get right through. It's when you're like in Cincinnati, yeah. where they treat it, where they treat it like you're in, you're in like you know Hartford. Yeah, it's yeah, some I little know. towns where like, oh my god, it takes you four hours to get through six people. It's because they're strip searching some yeah. lady in a wheelchair. Or like they'll be like, what, "What's this?" It's like it's dry shampoo. I'm too lazy to wash my hair. It's a powder. Is this a liquid? It's a liquid. You have to throw out. Like, no, dude, I'm not gonna hijack the plane. Where they empty your like they you empty my bag. Asshole. In uh, like Toledo or something, when I tried to fly, I was like, "What are you doing?" They're like, "You can't have this." I'm like, "I fly with this shit every week." Every week, <laughs> like, well, you can't fly with this, man. I'm yeah. like, okay, but that's you know because they have nothing fucking better to do, no. right? But the other guy that is annoying as shit is the guy who has he has that speech on a loop. You know, oh, that's, yeah. that, that's, 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 Savant, that's right? who I'm saying about every like, twenty minutes. Yeah. It's like, yeah. everybody, you know, yeah, yeah, take your shoes off. Hey, he has a, but he he has. There's a rhythm. He how right. he says like. They take the shoes off, empty bag, take out the computers, yeah. put them in the side, right. empty your liquor, empty your pockets. Mm-hmm. Everybody I said, empty your bag, take off your shoes, empty your liquor. He just goes on and on and on. It's the day. same loop. Mm-hmm. I don't even take my computer on the road with me anymore. I'd rather be unproductive. That's a really good than, thing. Than to deal with that. Just like, it's not even worth it. So I was true. telling Christina right before the show, like, yeah. And now at an airport, like, I piss all over myself all the time because I got to hold everything in my hand when I'm trying to take a piss now. Of course, now. yeah. Because you can't say, hey, can you watch my bag? Ugh. Yeah. Because some will think you're trying Ugh. to blow up LAX. I leave shit all the time. <laughs> all the time <laughs> so at gates I. to take a shit. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm like, I'm yeah. not dragging this shit in there. Well, where are they going to steal leave. it to? Yeah, I'll throw, if I, say if I have a jacket, I'll throw my jacket. I'm like... I'll look around like, I'm coming back in 15 minutes. I'm going to go really take a nice, comfortable shit right now. Yeah. Well, but the thing is that even someone takes your shit, where are they going to take it? I they're know. likely in there because they're a ticketed passenger. So what? They're going to take your carry-on to fucking... Their flight to Memphis, right. Christina? Right. It makes no sense. Ah! I try not to eat all day because I can't use any bathrooms. Really? Well, because of that whole thing with the airport, and then I can't fit in airplanes. Oh, you can't shit on an airplane? Look at this. Oh my god. Shit. I, I can I can I have to piss like I have to, it has to be up to my neck if I'm gonna piss on an airplane. So you don't really? drink on the plane either? No, I usually even turn down like the, the drink, yeah. Really? I can't wow. I can't I can't fit in. I'm already claustrophobic. I'm like I can't even like, I can't shut the door because yeah. I can't The world's not made for, no. for you. No, or like those planes like if you're flying to Montana, how the planes that like they're only like they're not as big. Yeah. I hit my head oh. every single in, out, oh. I hit it like every single time I hit my head like oh, three times. It's the worst. The Brazilians think that the sacral part of the woman is the ass. Right. That's not I, how Americans think. No, no, I agree with the Brazilian point of view, but I mean, go ahead. The Americans think it's the press. Yeah. Yeah, right. I agree with you. I knew I had something in common with the Brazilian man. I like that. <laughs> is that my dad? That's your dad. Yeah. 
pulled that earlier from your dad. It sounds just like him, actually. It's, I thought it was my dad for a second. If you watch the video, you'll be like, this is probably how my dad picks up on chicks. <sighs> oh, what did he? Okay. You know who that was, obviously. Schwartzy. Yeah. So he's in Brazil. Yeah. And he's just like, have you seen this video before? No. What's uh, Arnold up to? Uh, this is an older video <laughs> where he's just perving out <sighs> on, ch- on Brazilian chicks. And... um like that when he's at this club and they're there's it's like they're trying to like do some type of promotional thing i guess for like travel and they have him this is like in his mr olympia days and he's just like oh. i love the ass i love the ass of the brazilian woman <laughs> and then he tries to learn he pulls this like uh he tells this woman how uh portuguese is so sexy mm. and he's like why don't we teach each other some words oh, Jesus. i like the portuguese language because it's so romantic it reminds me of the italian language can you teach me a little bit about it some nice words like love and so Amor. i teach you some english mm. okay it's a carrot it's biting. 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 Good. It's biting. Biting. Good. And then the next one is. Put it in again. And the biting, no. Like this. Good. Yes. Oh my god. Sucking, sucking the That's pretty good, huh? Mouthwatering good. That's yeah, what that one's called. That was called. a carrot. He just yeah. he had her bite it first, and then he started to shove it in and out of her mouth. And that's like a, a video that someone else took of him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, what yeah. a fucking... Can you believe this guy? Can you make, Can you really think? imagine how much pussy he's really crushed? He got caught with the kid, but how much pussy... Just, just Oh, just she didn't like, even care, though. She's like, a, she's like, I believe in strong men. Great men have tens, tons well, of pussy. They, they split up, though, right? They split up. No, supposedly. I thought yeah. they were getting back. To, I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. But no, because she even said, like, that's what great men do. Look at all my Kennedy brothers and uncles. And Really? Wow. She said that? Yeah, she's like, great men cheat on their wives or whatever, have other affairs. They're powerful men. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Very true. Well, she's Very used true. to that kind of shit. And her, yeah, she is used to that in the Kennedys. They didn't give a fuck. Those Kennedys were real pieces of shit. Yeah. Real shit bags. <laughs> I all you need to do is do this. <laughs> So now he's teaching her how to gag on a carrot. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Here's how you choke on how the do you, carrot. Do you like gag, gagging in when you give blowjobs? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I'm, 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 a, I'm a quick gagger. I'm like, yeah. oh, 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 that's too much. I gag really easily. <laughs> I gag at the side of a dick. I'm like, I, oh. <laughs> that was kind of. I almost spit everywhere, you asshole. <laughs> But don't you this feel show like this show sponsored by Diet? To get the webcam, you can get Diet Coke sponsoring it. Absolutely, Diet Coke. We would love to have them sponsor. But because if you drink regular Coke, you know you could probably get <laughs> diabetes. Right, that's why I drink Diet Coke. I like Mexican Coke. That's my favorite. That's I go, I, I go the get the sweetest. I go get cases of it. I love it. Costco. Mexico? That's the oh. best. Yeah, no, just Costco. You should I'm drive not, to Mexico every week to get drive it. to Mexico. No, never drive. Fly to Mexico. Never, never drive. or or walk to Mexico. <laughs> Never ever a, drive to Mexico. A big Mexican travel? Do you go there a lot? I've been there a few times. I love it. Don't it's drive like, there. You said. Oh, absolutely! Don't do not drive there. I, not? When I lived in Arizona, I knew probably nine people that drove there. Nine of the most horrific, like A and E True TV stories. Like, <laughs> look what happened on our trip to Mexico. Yeah, like just, that bad. Yeah, 
Really? What happened? What happened? Uh, you know, just, I mean. Kidnappings and Banditos? stuff? Banditos? Yeah, kidnappings. Uh, all rapes. All st- stealing everything you, can, everything you own. Well, look, if you are, if you, if you must drive. <laughs> if you're looking for least, some action. Yeah. Yeah, some Borrow adventure. somebody's really nice car. Yeah. That's a way to not get fucked with in Mexico. <laughs> Take American a place. really, really nice And I mean, car. this was like 20 years ago. So this was like before it got, this is when it was oh still God. nice. Yeah. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a beautiful gift and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The only tricky part, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any jewelry purchase. Source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. I know it can be overwhelming. I've been in that position. And what you want when you're getting into something like jewelry is an expert to help guide you along the way. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you're not satisfied, there's 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code YMH24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. With thousands of stores all over the country, you're sure to find what you're looking for and more. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25% off, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code YMH24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply. Must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Wait, now, we got totally um, sidetracked. <laughs> After San Francisco, did you just move down here from there? That's what That was your... Uh, yes. yes. So Pittsburgh, San Francisco. Yeah, a couple of stops and along the way, other different places. Phoenix for a second, Miami for a second, and then oh, San Francisco. Miami. Love Miami. I lived in South Beach before it was cool, before Madonna went down and fucked all the uh, bus boys and made it hip. <laughs> <laughs> it was called the Art Deco section. It was a Coke haven. Love it. You've, you've done your fair share of partying. I, yes, I have. That yeah. that I have done. Yeah. <laughs> did you, how did you meet Lisa? Did you meet partying, or did you meet just in the club? No, uh, actually, uh, Jeff Wills, who's now like king of the world, literally, he's like in charge of uh, of uh, whatever. What did Clear Channel become? X. Who owns? Um, oh, uh, Live Nation. Live oh, Nation. Oh, 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 he's oh, the he's the comedy Kingdoms. booker for Live Nation. Damn, that's big. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he used to be the Bill Graham booker who used to book the punchlines. Okay. Mm-hmm. He took a shine to me and always been great to me. Lisa had just done the roast used to be done and then like not come out like for like six months or something. Mm-hmm. So he's like, Hey, this this lady um just did the roast and she's gonna be huge. You sh- you should go work for her. I'm like, Okay. Cause by and I'm like, All right, uh, uh, I'll go do it. I did something happen where I had to I forget the exact circumstance, but it was like a I was doing it something not like a favor, but it was something like I was booked somewhere else or something like I just 
did him. A, I just did it. And uh, went up, like, the first night. The only other person I've ever given a joke to after watching is Sam Tripoli. And we became great oh, friends. I love but, but literally, like, um, and we became great friends. I used to don't sit there and, like, oh, you should say this. But I watched the show, and I'm like, I got five lines in my head were just like, she should say that. She should say that. So at the end of the night, I'm like, yeah, you were awesome. Uh, but here's, I just jotted down, you know, you know, don't yeah. listen to me. She said, no, I'm going to try him. I'm going to try him. So she tried the next night. It went like five for five. Wow. By Sunday, that was like her opener, or like her closer was one of the one, one of my lines. No She's like, shit. Bart, Bart, Nick, you're on the fucking team. Rain. And, you know, and how many people? Yeah. Oh, you guys, you, did you start here? I'm, yeah, here, yeah. Okay, so when you're not starting here in New York, millions of people promise you the world when yeah. you open a form and you oh, kill. Yeah. And it's like, oh, my God, you can come with me. We're going to be stars. Oh, yeah. So thinking, okay, whatever. Like five, like maybe three months later, she called me like, Bartnick, I'm doing the Pam Anderson roast. Can you help me write some jokes? And that's when it all started. And I, I helped her write the roast and then anything else for about five years. And then I was doing my show and I was on a television show in Vegas and she just called me. She'd gotten falling out with her openers and she's like, Bartnick, can you come open for me in, in St. Louis? And I'm like, yeah, I'll come this weekend. And then boom. And then I'm oh, next week. And then I did them all for a while. And then I um, love your impression. Yeah, I was about to say how terrible it is, but yeah, I, I, just, I love this. <laughs> that's story. my like. That's like my female impression. That's like, <laughs> come out here and help me. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm not good with impressions. You're uh, hilarious. Uh, uh, yeah. No, but then um, boom, boom, boom. It led to like a few years. I did all of them, and then I started. And then I got busy again. And uh, she said, "I give my East Coast guy some love, and Mike Morris is her East Coast guy." So we, and then we just split them up. That's pretty great, man. Yeah, what she's a great, awesome. What a great and she treats story. me so well. I, it's clearly. And I love, I love a story like this where, it, mm-hmm. where, where you hear somebody who gets really successful like her and is cool to people that you yes. know. I love stories like that. Yeah. yeah, she couldn't be anything but cool. I mean, she couldn't be any cooler. You know? what is this? It's almost like she spoiled me. Because now it's like, that. oh, you want to go make uh, X amount of money at Yuck Yucks uh, mm. and be there on Tuesday? Like, no, I think I'll just uh, stay home. <laughs> She's so successful. And I absolutely, I love her. I, I just, I love any woman that can fucking make it as far as Lisa Lampanelli. I don't want to give this has. away, um, but I also, I met her husband last year. Who Jimmy Big Balls. Man, I got Killer dude. Guy. Killer Great dude. Where did you meet Jimmy Big Balls? When I was in New York. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, he's one of the best people ever. Sweet, Aww. sweet guy. And I like hearing that she married like a nice dude and she's happy. That's good. She's really happy. She's really she's really happy. It's it, it's kind of it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun. She's like really not too many comics are completely happy. She's well, pretty yeah. happy. As far as especially we go, especially yes. she went through like a lot of happiness too. You know, now she's coming down off the marriage, not to be right, right, not right. to be talking about her third person or whatever, but you know, but for the whole I met him. I love him. We're married. Right. Oh, the greatest wedding yeah. ever. Three yeah. day. It was like, I don't think the queen and the whatever, the prince had like a wedding like that. It was amazing. You That's know what cool. I like best about Lisa Lampanelli? I'll never forget. I was listening to her on Stern and, uh, and she was, he, she said something like, well, Howard, I have to be better than everybody. That's why I'm a comedian. I have to, everybody has to know how much better I am than them. And I thought, man, isn't that the truth? Like I really, that resonated with me because the reason I'm a comic, a lot of it is, you know, insecurity, obviously, and to let those people know how much better I am. The, those people, like in high school, that didn't like me, or maybe those people that fucked with me in junior high, and that retribution thing. And I'm like, oh, I so get that. And 
I love that she was honest enough to say that. And I never heard a female comedian be completely honest about their motivations for being a comic. Is that why you want to be a comic? No, no, no. Absolutely not. But there's, Oh, no. I'm not trying to... Oh, no. It's one of many reasons. Oh, oh. I, I do it for my mother's approval. I'm hoping that one day she'll give me the praise that I so <laughs> want. You know, or, or she'll stop criticizing me and love me. It's never going to happen. Uh, that's my main reason, really. Right. I think that's everyone's kind of... I don't know who... I mean, I don't know, Tom. Was your mother totally approving of your career? Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, it, she's, um, they were, they were supportive. I was lucky. My parents were both like supportive and, and, and into it. But I, I think it is a lot of it was like, is the, the kids in high school and in middle school, I think it's more that route than the, the parents thing. Yeah. What, are, what about you? Um, I always just enjoyed being funny. You're one of those people. <laughs> I don't even know what, like I, I know like there's like you're you just like the laughter and being fun and yeah and I don't like working you know like I mean literally like it's all I mean other than like doing illegal stuff and bartending yeah I really can't do anything else yeah. like I, I I can't sit somewhere and work I can't work outside anymore because I had my back surgery so I can't really have a job oh, okay. other than. Writing dick jokes or telling dick jokes, oh, so you, you know what I mean. Like I really can't. What what, what can I? What can I do? I mean, if I did do anything else, I would snap. Like yeah. you know, like yeah. if I drove the tram at the airport after like three days, I'd kill somebody. <laughs> like every other job would have like a three day shelf life. Yeah, oh, and, so it pretty I. much has. In yeah, my life. me too. I uh, me I figured too. out that I can't. I really can't work for other people. Yes, like, me I can't. I don't do well in offices with bosses. Yeah, with bosses and I stuff. Don't either. Not like that. I'm this super anti-authority type of person. I just realized that if it weren't comedy or stand-up, I definitely feel like I would have taken a um, self-employed route. There's, I, just, I don't think I would be able to work for somebody in, 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 like a, in the business world. I don't think I could do it. No, I, I don't even like fluorescent lights. No. Like that's how much I hate the business. Like I took yeah. a test to the doctor's office and they're like, are you okay? I'm like... Can you just shut those lights off? Like, I just, I can't stand. Uh, They're horrible. You should see our home when the sun goes down. It's just pretty much black in here with like candles. Like, we don't like. Oh, that's pretty nice, though. I mean, look at the cave for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I agree. I don't, I, I know what really used to chat my asshole when I worked at a company called Worldlink and we sold uh, airtime for fucking infomercials, like the sham wow and shit. I was making 20 grand a year as an assistant, and every quarter, the boss would rally us together in the fucking dumb room, that yeah. whatever, and then we'd have to clap for how many millions of dollars that company was making that quarter. And I'm like, what the fuck am I clapping for? I'm yeah. making $20,000. I have at least $30,000 in student loan debt. I was 25 or 26 years old. It didn't make sense. So I'm clapping like a fucking monkey yeah. for this dumb bitch to be rich. It just, I hated it. And I really nothing, resented it. There's no feeling better. And, and like, you don't have to be a comic or an artist or anything like that to, to get it. But if you, you feel like you want to go do something on your own, you know, there's a lot of struggles with it. You know, whatever yeah, your your easy. your path is in life, but man, there's nothing better than not. I don't mean like getting making millions. I don't know what that's like. I've never, I haven't done that. But mm. just to make a living on your own mm-hmm. and not have a boss is the fucking God damn it, I in in whatever path. I think. Not just I comedy agree, yeah. is the best feeling. Yeah, in the if you want to make fucking furniture, or yeah. handbags, or just and do it, somebody man. Just pays do you it. to do that. Oh, you figure out a that. way to get someone to pay you for the thing you want to do. Yeah, 
Holy shit. That's what you got to do. Well, you know, uh, on name dropping, but Mitch Hedberg years ago, Mitch was always good to me. He said, just do what you love. The money will come. Yeah, I agree with that. That's exactly it. Because, I mean, I don't do it for the money. I literally do it because I got nothing else to do. <laughs> <laughs> like, salute. Yeah, salute. 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 Yeah, yeah. That's that. the truth. I mean, yeah. you know, it's, I love doing it. Let you know, me ask you this. I, wanna, I, wanna, I want this on the record. What is the key to writing a great roast joke? Because you're so good at this. It's the first thing you think of in the first five seconds when you think of somebody. Is what you go after? It's 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 whatever the most recognizable thing that it is about someone. The first thing you think of that's the best joke, and then about ten minutes later will be the second best joke, and then maybe like within the next three weeks of working hard, you'll get the third best joke. But usually, it's the one that comes right to you. Right. Wow. Really? And then is it a matter of just so that's like, everyone's meanest inner feeling is that's 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 the joke. Like we're getting back to writing jokes. And then usually like you think about oh maybe craft around a little bit, think of the second thing, then that's another good joke. Mm-hmm. And if you work hard and you're up all night fucking drinking coffee and thinking about it and like, oh, there's a good one. Then you got three. Then you have a show. <laughs> but the uh, the immediate one. That's interesting. The immediate one is usually the it's usually the best one. And is that. it usually like the, it's actually Perfectly spelled out, or like that's what to go after, and then you work on crafting it. You know a little I mean? bit, like yeah, a little, a little bit. Seventy-five like percent of it is in your is right there, and then right you there. can craft it better. Wow, interesting. But now, because it is the roast. I mean, from what I can see, it seems like the the skill of the roast is that you know what everyone else is gonna say, and by the time Lisa would close out those roasts, eventually, right. yeah, like so. Here, you know, let's say we're doing Donald Trump. Everyone's doing the two pay jokes. There's a million two pay jokes, and she has to close it. So, how do you write? The closers. Yeah, because you know these jokes are going to be yeah. said, right? Well, that's why we had to come up. And uh, it's not just me. She's other guys. Uh, Mike Morris helps her. Don Jameson helps her. Uh, and, you know, and, and the queen. Queen comes up with her greatness. Um, I mean, that's why she'd, you know, she'd have stacks. And then she'd have like 30 pages so of jokes. So wow. on the fly? You, you cut them out on the fly? Yeah. She's like, oh. And usually, usually I'd sit backstage and she'd be like, uh, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think of that one? What do you think? I think I'm cutting that. And we were up to like the last second in the trailer. But wow. she taught me how to do it, all that stuff. You know, you learn from the best. Now when I go do a radio show, like we used to help. She used to go to Howard Stern completely prepared. Now when I show up somewhere in Seattle, it's like, boom, I'm completely prepared with everything to say and tons of jokes to say. Like when I roasted Tommy Lee on um, A&E, the producer of the show couldn't believe how I had like 40 killer jokes. And it's mm-hmm. like, because that's what Lisa taught me, always be over-prepared that's what for I, everything. You that, know, it's yeah. like, then, then you're, you, know, you never look bad then when you're over-prepared. Mm-hmm. So that's like the one thing I learned from her is just always have too many jokes. Yeah, because on Marin's interview with her, she does, like she was very much a skilled hard worker in the sense of like in the early days in her New York days, she would collect emails of people or no, no, or back then before that phone numbers. Yeah. And like call people and be like, I have a show on Thursday. Come to my show. Like that's how. Oh, okay. I, this is way before my, uh, I know the email scene stuff. Cause I used to do that. Like I'll give you my little card with my picture on it and autograph. If you put your email number down, email, right. man, that is a waste of time. Yeah, you, you guys ever do that? Trying it to read somebody's email work. address. Not it's only like, that, dude. I, I did. I used to do a monthly show at the Brea Improv, and it was like a lot of like people would come out. And it was really like fun, supportive. Like it was a good like atmosphere. And so I threw down a paper one time. I was like, "Hey, people love the show. I was like, you want to be notified of the next one? Put your email down." And I took like pages of emails, entered them all. And I had like at least half 
were just bad email addresses. Oh. Yeah. But it's not like I was like, you must stop and fill this out. It was like, if you want to know, right. then stop and fill this out. And they were still giving bullshit email, like... Like I was, you know, a telemarketer. Like, <laughs> and then you just like, don't fill it out. Then you're like, is that an I or is that an E? Oh, it's and you put it in that you. way, and it's an E. And it's like, no, well, maybe it's an I. It's like enough, you know. Absolutely oh, the worst. Man. Oh, thank God! It's time. I'm so excited for this. You've this no huge. idea. I've been holding this in since yesterday. Uh, huge dental update, you guys. After two long years. I went to the dentist yesterday. Huge. A brand new dentist because we moved and I had a cleaning. So he took x-rays and he did a full assessment on my teeth. Tommy, you know what he said what? when he started invest- investigating my teeth? You know how uh, Red Band was talking about the score? Mm-hmm. Three. So one, two, and three is the top highest. Yeah. And then after four or five, he's assessing your gum health. Yes. I'm going to brag. Go ahead. All twos and threes. Wow couple of ones wow i only had two fours and that's because the crowns that i had put in were not fitted properly and caused inflammation of my gums to no fault of my own so your toothies are in good shape but first of all this is the most important thing he starts looking at my teeth and you know what he says you floss don't you yes i almost i almost cried and pissed out of joy I was like, yes, I do floss a lot, actually. So this is proof, mommies, that if you floss, yep. your teeth will be healthy. And I have no cavities. And it's all due to flossing. My hygienist said the cleaning was amazing because I floss. I'm going in next week. And you've been flossing. I've been flossing. I'll be a topper. I've never had a cavity. What? what? Well, let's On my grandmother, never had a cavity. Look at those. You got wow. nice chompers. And I'm not, I'm not a flosser, though. You don't it, floss? It, it irritates. Now I, I started to because Uh-oh. my gums are like sevens and eights and they wanted to okay. do something that cost like a million dollars i'm like just okay. just knock my teeth out with a baseball bat before i pay <laughs> you eight grand get the fuck out of here you, you gotta <laughs> floss though have you started flossing then like Can once a help? week mm. it's what's funny is i had a gay dude in san francisco your teeth are so big for you and you don't even have to floss Mm-mm. so that was my reasoning forever but i guess now i'm supposed to floss but you know what my my dentist told me to get my kid because she hasn't had a big cavity yet to put baking soda as toothpaste because whatever the, the chemical in baking soda is, mm-hmm. cavities cannot be made wow. with that chemical in your mouth. That's interesting. I like it's that. It's interesting because we were poor in Pittsburgh. We used to use baking soda for toothpaste. Mm. That's the old Italian thing really? to do. Yeah, so that might be why I never had a cavity. Now, is wow. your your dad uh, Bartoning? What what is that? That's not Italian, right? Uh, no, it's uh, it's like German Irish. I'm like I'm like I'm like seventy five percent Italian, Italian and then mutt. Okay. Yeah, the uh, the it was chopped. The Bartnick was chopped at Ellis Island. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, it was something different, but that, it's German. Oh, I, I got to back to your foof for a second. They mm. look really good. Your, your teeth do look great. Thank yeah. you. I was like, yeah, what's wrong? With your teeth so again? clean. But I, I'm 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 just letting you guys know that the flossing stuff. Listen to Joe Bartnick's story. He didn't floss, and now what? Sevens and eights. Yeah, but it's like the the, the amount of money to have it change because they're trying to say, Mm-mm. oh, that makes. That like puts a disease in your mouth that then goes to your heart and then yes. affects your brain and all yes. this stuff. It's like periodontal. The bacteria in your gums it goes into your bloodstream. bloodstream. That's true, and it can affect Plaque your heart can and everything. Can lead to heart disease. Oh, it can lead to heart. Do you know what my hygienist told me? This is the most disgusting shit. She said that there was a guy 
who had never flossed and was, he was like, in his, he was 30 years old and that she could smell his mouth when he was standing like at the doorway to her room. Oh. I, was like, I could smell oh. his mouth. And then um, his x-rays, she said that the, the platelets of plaque, plaque looked like X's, like, like full sheets of, and it was like, she had to like scrape his dirty teeth. And she said that Southeast Indian people have the worst plaque buildup. That's racist. South so racist. East, what's that? Where is that? It's India. So oh. she's so not just do they, India. Do they even have dentists? Like, That's they, they it. They don't even have That's- food. That's like, the real problem. How, how yeah. do you get plaque when you haven't eaten? And do, right. Do, do fly, flies cause plaque? <laughs> <laughs> the uh, guy's like bathing uh, in, a, that, in a river of his own shit. Oh, right. wait, he has cavities. Yeah, man. Right. That you should start meal. flossing more. Like, <laughs> I haven't eaten in months now. Somalia. Here's your um, little bit of, of you and the hygienist. <laughs> Right? Mm, that sounds just like it. That was it yesterday. I yeah. would like to talk about this, though, since this sure. is the mommy show and the mommy jeans. Yes. Uh, Tom, these are daddy shoes. Oh. Those are such dad shoes. Yeah. <laughs> I, and, and the story of my dad's shoes are I went to go buy basketball shoes, and I was yeah. like, you know what? I'm never really playing basketball again. And I don't like bending over to put on my shoes. <laughs> no. Huge. These are the shoes. I've worn these things out. No, I love these they're shoes. They're the best. They're the best. But they're complete dad shoes. That's when, but that not that the, that's like the, the mm. what that voyage is all about, right? The, the trip is, 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 <laughs> is when you start to go like, fuck it, that yeah. is better. Yes. Whatever the more comfortable thing is. Oh, completely. You just do oh, that. Yeah. Not like, well... Somebody might look at that and say, you're like, fuck that. That feels good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, I've never cared what people think about it. I mean, my biggest thing now is making sure I don't wear like a ACDC or like a pro pot t-shirt to my kid's school. Oh, right. Like when I pick her up, I got to look like I don't need to wear like the 10th annual Humboldt like Bud Fest <laughs> how old is your co- t-shirt. How many kids do you have? Uh, one. 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 How old? She's uh, eight, going to be nine. So Come now on. eight or nine, like she knows what dad does. Right. Oh like, yeah, she. I take she her. To, I, I, I've taken her. To, I've taken her to some shows. I take her every year. She goes because the Grove in Anaheim has a really nice backstage. So, uh, and she loves the, she loves Lampanelli. So we go and she. That's pretty cool. Backstage right? That's awesome. Sees that, yeah. That's yeah. a great example for a little girl. I have to say. Oh, and she loves love the stage. It. She's a stage whore. Like she just had her ballerina show, oh. just beaming, just like. Uh. <laughs> Like her first one when she was like four, she wasn't first. Like you know how they have to they do the take yes. their turns. Yeah, she threw a fit that she wow. wasn't first. My wife had to go and like throw water on her face and calm her down. Then the wow. te- then the lady's like, "Okay, boo," and we call her the boo. She goes, "The boo, it's your turn now." Like you can go out. Yeah, even Christmas shows will be like five hundred kids on stage singing Christmas carols. She's always in the middle, just like beaming. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna be a star. That's cool. Though. She probably sees Daddy sitting around all day. Like I think I want his job. Yeah, yeah. right. Dad's got a good gig. Yeah, Dad. I think Dad has a pretty good. He never seems stressed out. Dad. No way. We were talking earlier when we first. I was saying how I would hate to fucking fight you. Um, when was the last time you were in a fight? Oh. Hmm, dead air. Um, it's all right. A fight. I haven't. Uh, I haven't been in a fight in. I don't even. I don't, I don't know. I, I can't really? even. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't. I mean, I don't call. I don't call beating up a homeless guy who pulled a knife on me and then going to jail for three days a fight. Did that happen? Hmm. Yeah. Really? San Francisco. Yeah. There's a lot of homeless out there. What happened? 
Um, a homeless guy pulled a knife on my friend, and uh, he came up into his apartment. He went out. Uh, long story short, he couldn't use his phone. This is the day before cell phones, so he had to go use a payphone to call his mistress. Mm. So he went outside, and and they're like, and he's like, that guy out there pulled a knife on me. And we're like, who? We're like, fuck that. So we went outside and taught him a lesson. And of course, you know, San Francisco, some lady called mm. up. It's like they're beating up a homeless person. Was that Lisa that called? <laughs> no, no, she's not a hippie. <laughs> uh, I don't think she'd be making that call. But they, uh, they do really defend their homeless up there. Oh, like, I, that's God the number one it. problem with that. That's why I moved. Yeah, I know. No, it is. It, Me it, too. It, it, it's the truth. No, you know, what's funny is my uh, my wife was like thought I'd be using my kid as bait for homeless people. Like, oh, did you look at my kid the wrong way? I mean, I used to work, live on Hate Street, so I controlled that uh-huh. block. Oh my god, I controlled the upper block. Upper like, or lower? Upper. Uh-huh. I used to live between a hate mail and pipe dreams, <laughs> right there. Right there at the corner of Hate and the Masonic. Okay. I, I was to, there. I, I went to USF. I used to kick the, the the penny circle, the peace circle, every day. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Every day walk by and just kick all the pennies in the street. Yeah. yeah. I, I've smashed acoustic guitars. <laughs> what about patchouli? Does the smell enrage you? I had an ex-girlfriend. One of my loves of my life used to wear too much patchouli. Oh. So that just makes me think of her, so I don't like the smell of it anyway. Yeah. It's so gross. Now, wait. This story, you can't just jump away from that. You, the, your friend gets the knife pulled on him. You guys go down, teach him a lesson. Somebody calls, and then cops just show up. Like you get surrounded, or what? Uh, no, they actually like knock through our his door. What? Like SWAT teamers because they oh knew there was three God. of us. And uh, yeah, they we went stuffed and cuffed and spent a couple of days Jesus. at nine fifty Bryant Street or eight fifty. A couple of days. Yeah. Well, I didn't have any money. I didn't have any. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I was a barista. <laughs> to instead beginning um, my I was an open micer barista. I actually got fired, dumped, and arrested all in like the same day. Oh my god. So did you <laughs> did tr- they just finally release you? Did you have like a, a Yeah, they released me and they come back like, you know, like two hours later in the period before the judge. Oh, really? Yeah. And then oh what were you charged with? Um, they 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 dismissed the charges, uh, aggravated nice. assault, and battery. <laughs> oh, so that's yeah. a good one. The real problem was was the two guys I got busted with both are were Moroccan nationals. Mm. They were my buddies. Uh. So for the, after nine eleven, I came up on every hey you're with you were arrested with Moroccan nationals. Mm. Oh god! So for like two years, I was like scope searched until finally my buddy got me like off the the list, the Interpol list of like. Terrorists, yeah. Oh my god! Wow. Is, uh, so that was was that the last physical? Altar? That was the last, yeah, for sure. But before then, did you used to scrap a lot? Um, yes and no. I mean, I never really fought. We fought in sports a lot, and in Pittsburgh, you just kind of fight all the time, just because you're fighting. Like, oh, you know, when you're like in fifth grade. You what just was your fight. sport? I played basketball. I played street hockey. Really? Yeah. I, I didn't. I played pee wee football all the time. High school, I didn't like football because it was like they made me play inside linebacker, and I'm just like, I'd rather be at the wave pool. Yeah. Then like, I'm not. I don't want to play in college. I don't want to. I don't want even. I just want to hang out with chicks and smoke pot. I don't want to play that's football. The way. That's, that's what comedian, I would have done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wasn't into the whole corporate scene of <laughs> high school football in Western <laughs> Pennsylvania. That's you know, big time. Yeah, it's Are like they take it so seriously. No? I am, but I'm really disgusted with professional. Football players in general, yeah, and I really like not to be all corny, but like just watching hockey. I watch hockey constantly, and now I'm trying to get a job with the. I'm supposed to go shoot some stuff with the Kings on Saturday in the locker room, but you just see like they interview hockey players and they just talk about their struggles on the way up, and they're just so like wholesome people. 
And then you, they, they interview like, and why aren't they the role models on ESPN? But no, they have to show like people who like beat up their wives and like mm-hmm. you know f- flip cars and got ten kids. It's like I don't know. I just football. I don't like the dink and dunk. I'm just kind of uh, I've kind of evolved past football nowadays. Yeah. Not that I don't won't watch a good game or something, but yeah. I'm just kind of like. It's funny because I worked for Fox this year, the NFL and Fox too. So I had to watch so much football. Jesus, mm. it, no matter. It's so funny. It's like if oh I swore away cake, I go work at a bakery. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But hey, I'm a Steeler fan. I grew up going to all the Steeler games when I was a kid. But you're a big Penguins fan. Yeah, huge Penguins fan. Yeah, I like how all hockey good, teams except the Flyers. How Fuck good the Flyers. is the kid? Like when when you oh he's the best. I'm not just saying that. He even like Wayne Gretzky just yesterday said he's the best. Really? Yeah. And the best we've ever had, or just no? I mean he's. But he's up there. He's, yeah, he's in the conversation. He's in the top. He's in the top ten of all time. Really? Right now, right now, right now. Mount but Rushmore is pretty much Gordie Howe, Bobby Orr, Lemieux, and Gretzky. I mean, right. that's, that's. But I mean, pretty hard to get into that. But Sid could be in that con- Like he could get there. Uh yeah. If he I mean, if he stays enough, at his right? oh yeah if he stays at his pace and wins a couple more cups he will be on that list for sure. Yeah, and if anything, he'll if anything he'll pass up Lemieux. If anything, because Lemieux is kind of still like a legend. He's a legend because he he was hurt and had cancer and yeah. came back and had the back problems and just kind of like he didn't have the numbers that all the other guys have. Right. So if he puts up the numbers and then wins a couple cups, you can't take you cannot deny him. He's just like the best. He's like a human being born that's just like worked so hard and has perfected every skill. Yeah. Whereas people like uh, uh, Lemieux, t- the modern day of Genny Malkin, another penguin, or in kind of our generation younger, uh-huh. is uh, like Sir Fedorov. Remember Fedorov? Sure. They just have that witch gene. Yeah. That's like Lemieux and like Yag- and like Yager. They're just witches. They they do stuff that normal people can't. Sure. Can't even think of doing. So Sid Whereas- is more like a like a a fucking gym rat and like a hard worker. Like yeah, a- yeah, yeah. I mean, he still he does the amazing things, but he does the amazing things like just as the best human could do. Okay. Not just like that. How did he put the puck between his legs four times and then like yeah, like yeah. Lemieux would just make people cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like sure. that kind of skill. Yeah. Yeah, of I, course. I, I'm trying to think of another I'm trying to think of a basketball player. Uh, that would be like that, you know, kind of, kind of almost like um, those. And like Jordan never did. Like I put it this way: like um, uh, Crosby would be like Jordan, whereas uh, Malkin and other guys would be like the guys on the and one tapes. I got you. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. I mean, like how the hell do you do that? Oh, the professor! So, I have no idea what he's talking about. It's like you guys are talking in Chinese. Well, I feel like... Is this baseball? Um, no, it's hockey. <laughs> all those guys, I mean, NBA guys are, are, you know, they're natural, amazing athletes. But, like, LeBron is like a freak. You know, it's right. like a freak show. Right, yeah, yeah. You're 6'8", yeah. 275, and you jump through the ceiling. Like, it doesn't make any sense, you know? No, he's ridiculous. Yeah. That's almost why I don't like basketball as much, because now it just seems like the athletes are just so good. Yeah. yeah you know, are. poor Christina. I can't. That's one thing. My it's one thing. My wife likes hockey because she was born in Maine. Oh, so she used to date okay. hockey players. So she loves hockey, which makes my life so much easier. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I watch it all. I have the package. Like I this watch it all day. Chick won't even fucking. No, I like yeah. tennis. Well, that's like that's like fun to play. You don't it's you don't watch tennis, do you? Yeah. So no, you my don't. dad and I used to. Bougie. It's bougie. Ten, right, ten, ten, tennis is a funny sport. I know. Those chicks are so hot. You, you, oh, I, yeah. I, I actually enjoy tennis more with the with just listening to them. The black moan. chicks or the white ones? They're all hot. The, they have Serena bo- I mean, and Venus. Oh my god, Serena's 
That that They're ass built, is, is an as an ass I would love to put my face okay. in. All right, has, I'm right here. <laughs> she has. Oh, really? Beaut- but and then, but the Ruskies they pump out. These oh, tennis. I know. That's just yeah, they're the just Ruskies amazing. I just want to drop load after. You load. know, I love those Dominican baseball players. Those yeah. are my favorite. Big uh, Poppy. I love the Big Poppy is my favorite. I would let him drop loads in me. I would let him fill me up and seal me shut. <laughs> <laughs> With his Dominican little cap or put spin the cap like yeah, the, yeah. Feel like the, <laughs> You know, it's weird. I feel like you're saying this huh. like to try to get a rise out of me. No, and I it, love it, it doesn't feel authentic. Haitians, but Puerto Ricans are my is, favorite. It Haitians. doesn't feel oh, I love it. Haitian. All the those Haitian, Haitian players. <laughs> it doesn't feel huh. like that authentic. You got a stiff dick huh. and went after her. I feel like <laughs> mine is genuine. I want to fill up these hmm. tennis players. I want to. Why don't to you think an, my love of Dominican men is real? I don't. I, don't understand. I just. I don't feel. Like I dated it's real. a Dominican guy once. What do you think? No, of you that? did not. I did. You did not. When I was on road rules. Oh my god! You, I did. Oscar. No, that was Puerto Rican. There was a different. Uh, there was there's a Dominican a, guy. There was a different one. Really? I remember that chick from Pittsburgh. You were on road rules. Remember Susie. we were at the bar. Yeah. Yeah, I remember, and she got divorced like a week later. Right? I'm something? like, there's no way that girl's gonna be married in two weeks. She's married again, a- again, Just but not to kid. that guy. Just had a kid. No, not to that guy. No, but uh, <laughs> I'm but, like, but I'm she like, has a kid now, so she's off. So I she's mean, done. Yeah. Yeah. Kids. So that's why you have such a happy life. You don't have any kids. Not yeah. Not yet. You're lucky you got a dog. That's all I wanted we was a dog. The dog. We haven't announced that oh, one. Oh, I'm yet. sorry. No, no, no it's, it's fine. Okay. Oh, I, I, breaking no, news. We, we like, it is, forgot. It is. it is breaking news. We did get a dog. We got a doggy jeans this week. And it's been like the most amazing thing, but so stressful. Like we haven't slept in four days because he keeps, you heard him. He's just hacking with that. Yeah, he sick. sounds like my grandfather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he sounds like shit, this poor little guy. Poor little guy. It's like he's going to go whack Mustang Sally. <sighs> I feel so, so he's a little Brussels Griffon and he's just so tiny, and I love him so much. He's so cute. Yeah. Theo Huxtable. Little Theo Huxtable. Yep. We started, we called him Dr. Huxtable at first. Yeah. But it was too hard to say. Too much Too much of a mouthful. Yeah. Theo's cuter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the son of Dr. Huxtable. <laughs> he's a cute puppy. He's cute. He's not Huxtable. eating bacon right now, though. I know. How, do, how yeah. do we get I don't know if he's Theo. related to you guys. He's not eating bacon. <laughs> <laughs> I, got I think the mailman came uh, one day. I got, I we got to get him to eat something, man. I don't know how to... I mean, I have to force feed him. I think I'm going to try to squirt that gravy juice in his mouth with the squirter. I just had that idea. Okay. Just to get him to lick Let's do it. some fucking Let's do nutrition. It. Let's do it now. Yeah, okay. Let's go it. feed our dog. Okay. Um, Joe Bartnick, oh, thank you for coming and doing you, the show. Thank you, guys. Um, this was awesome. great. You're Such the best. fun times hanging out, man. I hope that was all right. I don't even know. Oh, so great. Telling um, my TSA stories. They're riveting. <laughs> no, it's, it's fun. That's what the show is, just yeah. hanging out. Um, the album is uh, Salute. Salute. Yes. Salute. Salute. Picture of my hand holding a big thing of Crown Royal. Yeah. You're, do you have a site? Uh, JoeBartnick.com. And it's there. You can have links there to the CD. Um, yes, but you know, iTunes and CD Baby and all that. Okay, so Joe Bartnick, uh, salute. It's on CD Baby. It's on iTunes. And I'm sure there's also a link at All Things Comedy, right? Because they put it out. They put it out. And the website's like, they said the new website's coming. As far okay. As that goes. So, d- so every every time I try to direct people to a site, apparently <laughs> that site's Joe's not like, ready. I no, I, I, JoeBartnick.com, there's a link. Okay. According to Webmaster Eric iTunes. Lundy and iTunes. and Salute. Yeah. It's okay. called Salute by Joe Bartnick. Check that out. On iTunes. He's hilarious. You will definitely You're enjoy gonna it. You're going to love him. Yeah. Joe Bartnick is, as you can tell, down to earth, fucking 
like the fun guy you want to hang out with, and you're going to love his shit. Yeah. Trust Thank us. you, guys. Absolutely. What an incredible plug. Uh, you're yeah. welcome. Thank you for doing the show, Thank man. Thank you for coming, buddy. It was fun having you in our lives again. Yeah, no, this is great. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. come down to your uh, all-white beach. Oh, <laughs> anytime. 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 I have a service dog vest on my dog. We'll have, yeah. a, little, we'll have a puppy party. Oh, that'd be oh, awesome. Okay. <laughs> um, I love that. We love you guys. Uh, don't forget, go to your mom's house podcast.com. Uh, check out the store. Please shop through our Amazon banner. And uh, we'll see you again in a week. Bye, Take mommies. Care. This album is dedicated to all the teachers that told me I never amount to nothing. To all the people that lived above the buildings that I was hustling from that called the police on me when I was just trying to make some money to feed my daughter. Yeah, yeah. And to all my peoples in the struggle, you know what I'm saying? It's all good, baby, baby. It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Something pepper and heavy D up in the limousine. Hanging pictures on my wall. Every Saturday, rap attack, Mr. Magic Molly Mall. I let my tape rock till my tape pop. Smoking weed and bamboo, sipping on private stock. Way back when I had the red and black lumberjack with the hat to match. Remember rapping Duke? The hard, the hard. You never thought that hip hop would take it this far. Now I'm in the limelight because I rhyme tight. Time to get paid, blow up like the world trade. Born sinner, the opposite of a winner. Remember when I used to eat sardines for dinner? Peace to Raw G, Brucey e. B, Kid Capri. Funk Master Flex, Love Bug Star Ski. I'm blowing up like you thought I would. Call a crib, same number, same hood. It's all good. Uh. And if you don't know, now you know, you know, you know. Personal with Robin Leach And I'm far from cheap I smoke stuff with my peeps all day Spread love, it's the Brooklyn way The Moet and Alize keep me pissy Girls used to diss me Now they write letters cause they miss me I never thought it could happen This rapping stuff I was too used to packing gats and stuff Now honeys play me close like butter play toast From the Mississippi down to the East Coast Condos and Queens in dough for weeks Sold out seats to hear Biggie Small speak Living life without fear Putting five carrots in my baby girl ear Lunches, brunches, interviews by the fool Considered a fool cause I dropped out of high school Stereotypes of a black male misunderstood And it's still all good, uh And if you don't know, now you know, you know, you know Genesis. When I was dead broke, man, I couldn't picture this. 50-inch screen, money green, leather sofa. Got two rides, a limousine with the chauffeur. Phone bill about 2G flat. No need to worry, my accountant handles that. And my whole crew is lounging. Celebrating every day, no more public housing. Thinking back on my one-room shack. Now my mom pips a act with me on the back. And she loves to show me off, of course. Smiles every time my face is up in the sauce. We used to fuss when the landlord dissed us. No heat. Wonder why Christmas missed us. Birthdays was the worst days. Now we sip champagne when we thirsty. Uh, damn right, I like the life I live. Cause I went from negative to positive, and it's all. It's all, it's all, it's all, it's all.
Uh-huh. 